Hey everybody, it's uh, John Maroon. Thanks again for downloading, tuning in, whatever you call it. Uh, this is Spotlight, the Maroon PR podcast, all things public relations and marketing. Joined by my trusty sidekick, Jen Bloomer. Hello, Jen. Hello. And producer, director, recorder, editor, extraordinaire, Johnny Goldsmith. We uh, have a couple of great segments for you today. The first one we thought would be interesting is talking to some members of the Maroon PR team and getting their perspective on things. First up is Katie O'Hara. Hello, Katie. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. Katie is part of the sports practice team here at Maroon PR. She's doing excellent work, works with a lot of exciting clients, Ripken Baseball, the Cal Ripken Senior Foundation, Maryland Horse Breeders, Big League Chew, and more. Um, Katie, talk to us a little bit about your career path. What made you do PR? Where did that happen? The old Maryland thing and public relations. Mm -hmm. How do you make that choice? Yeah, um, I don't think it was necessarily a choice. I think it kind of just happened that way. Um, I knew I always liked sports and I liked talking to people and sharing stories and all that. So um, I went to school for journalism, but um, tried out a bunch of things and um, had one internship with uh, Bowie Bay Sox actually and um, baseball is always my favorite so um, working for them was awesome and just writing releases every day and working with media was just the best and it was an awesome summer and that kind of pushed me to go after PR. What about the whole agency world right I mean this is your first uh, mm -hmm. first agency stop and it's a little different than working with a team or working with a brand you kind of juggle in different things what do you like or maybe not like about the agency world? I love the agency world. Um, I think my favorite thing about it is definitely the team atmosphere and having a bunch of team members you can bounce ideas off of and help each other. And um, they might, people who aren't necessarily on your account team might have great ideas to help you out and you can help other teams out. So um, I just like being around everybody every day and being a team player. Can you tell us um, what you're working on right now? Maybe something cool or interesting that you like? Sure. So this time of year is always a fun year um, or fun time of year for sports. Um, we have baseball season coming up. Opening day is in a few weeks. And we have March Madness coming up. Um, so it's always fun to use Big League Chew um, to get some product out there and try and use some of the cool shows out that are out there like Game Day and work with the media to try and get our, some cool product placements. So I like being creative and using social media and working with our social media team on that and just trying to get product out in front of uh, as many influencers as we can. Katie, you're doing an excellent <laughs> job. We appreciate Thank you stopping you. by the uh, Spotlight Studio today. No problem. We're going to grill your friend uh, Anna Lewandowski next. Yeah, I want to hang out just here. Yeah. yeah, come on in. Come on in, Anna. In the hot seat. Yes. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Talk to us a little bit about that, Anna. I mean, you and Katie O'Hara are about same age, just out of school, um, not too long. And uh, talk a little bit about your path to the public relations world and why you chose it. What was intriguing? How did it happen? So uh, I guess I'm a little different. I'm not really. But we in college, I was a public relations uh, major or track, and I applied for an internship with Maroon PR, and I enjoyed my internship. I worked with uh, my current boss, Eve, now. Uh, and she just kind of showed me the ropes, showed me everything that it was to be in PR and media relations and event planning and all the different stuff that goes into it. And a year or six months later, I was looking for a job and I reached out and it was fate, I guess, <laughs> that there was an opening at the time. And I was able to join this team again, uh, once again, once I graduated. Cool. Can you talk a little bit about the agency world now that you're here and what you like about it? Yeah, I like the difference of clients. I like the different, every day is different, and I can work on, you know, one of our small nonprofits in the morning, and then I can work on huge corporations like Walmart in the afternoon, and it's all in the same day of business, and it's all under my account leads and stuff like that. So it's cool to have the different aspect of everything going on. And awesome. is there something that you're working on now that you're really enjoying? I know it's a busy time for you with the Brigance Brigade, with the run coming up and the ALS Bites program. What, what, what do you got going on that's kind of keeping you going and uh, exciting you? Yeah, I mean, the ALS, ALS Bites event um, month coming up in May is really exciting. I think it's the first time that I 
I kind of have control of the event and I can kind of see it go in the direction that I want to see and kind of Eve is letting me take the lead on it and I think it's really great to have that experience and just learn and kind of take some risks reaching out to restaurants that haven't been participating in the past and securing those are just giving me great motivation to keep going. And 11 Dusky, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for stopping by the Spotlight Studio. Thank you. Joining us now on the Spotlight is our COO, Mitchell Schmally. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So, Mitchell, we're talking to all of our staff today, um, just kind of getting some insight on everyone's path to Maroon PR. If you could kind of tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know if my story is going to be as fascinating as everyone else's, but um, because it's been a long time. But yeah, I um, in college, I was a journalism and mass communications major. So I always thought that uh, my future would be in in TV news. Um, Mm -hmm. And where I went to school, you had to choose between being on the print side or the broadcast side of journalism and mass communications. And uh, the guys over on the print side of the building always seemed very serious and working very hard. (laughs) And it always seemed like a little bit of a heavy lift. Um, So I gravitated towards the broadcast side. So I did all that fun stuff in college. I, you know, anchored the TV news station and was a reporter for the TV news station. I had a radio show on the radio station and nice. really enjoyed all of it. And um, and back then I was lucky enough, back in, in at that time, CNN every year, Headline News and CNN would come to our campus and interview a handful of graduating seniors from, the pro, from that major. And um, I was all signed up. I was ready for my interview. I was looking forward to it, thinking I'm going to try to get, you know, line up a job out of college right out of the gate here. And the Gulf War happened, the first Gulf War. And wow. um, they had a hiring freeze at CNN because they were spending so much money to cover the Gulf War across the globe. And so my interview was canceled and I was <laughs> back to square one. I was like, oh, geez. So, um, so. That didn't work out, but fortunately, I followed up uh, later that summer, followed back up. The hiring freeze ended and, um, and did a bunch of interviews over the phone instead and a writing test at CNN in D.C. Um, at the bureau down there, and they hired me. So it was kind of cool. I went to Atlanta. I ended up my, my first job out of college was at CNN Headline News out of Atlanta, and, um, and, uh, and it worked out. And I enjoyed it, so I spent a couple years there, and then... In, in working in, at CNN and headline news, you know, you basically do a lot of international and national news. And mm-hmm. I always liked local news. Mm-hmm. My internships um, during college, I interviewed, I, I'm sorry, internshiped, uh, interned at WBAL Radio, uh, WBAL TV, and MAR TV. So I really enjoyed the, the local news aspect. Um, and so I had an opportunity to come back to Baltimore where I knew I wanted to come back home um and got a producer job at mar uh, the local abc affiliate in baltimore and it was a lot of fun so i did that for three years and in working in working in local news you deal a lot with local pr firms so i worked (laughs) a lot with some local agencies um who would would always kind of pitch me their their clients whether it was a restaurant or somebody you know shopping a book around or you know just whatever it may be because i was the producer for the weekend morning show, the morning mm-hmm. show, the noon show. So I had an opportunity to book all those types of guests. And I really started to enjoy um, working with PR firms and thought that seems kind of cool. The hours seem a little more normal. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I enjoyed it. So I, um, I made the switch over to a local agency and worked there for, uh, for 11 years. And I've been here at Maroon PR for 10 years. So, nice. so I made the switch and I don't regret it. You came to the dark side, as uh, they say. That's what they say. Yeah, <laughs> I did it. It It was fun. So, yeah, so I've been here for uh, 10 years, and it was great. So I I enjoyed it. Awesome. Um, I guess what – how does an agency differ than, um, you know, your time at news, or how is it similar? The thing I I like about agency life – well, first of all, the the skills definitely translate. So Mm -hmm. to be able to write, to be able to communicate, um, to be able to work with a team and, and, um, you know, put a product together, Um, obviously – uh, in local news or wherever you are, the product is a news program of some sort. Um, so to be able to put a product together to share with other people, to share ideas, you know, th- those skills definitely translate. And, you know, we see that today from our interns who mm-hmm. are here that want to do all different things. They're all great writers. They're all really good at writing all different kinds of copy, whether it's web copy or social media copy or right. press releases or pitches. It's pretty impressive. So that skill set definitely translates. But um, the thing I always liked about the agency life is just working in, with so many different types of clients. You get to work with so many different in, within so many different types of industries. You learn a lot about a lot of different industries. You get to work with all different types of media that cover different industries. So I always found that really interesting and enjoyable about agency life. Um, you know, you, I know you worked in-house mm-hmm. at Black & Decker. Yep. So you got to learn a lot about a specific industry, which is really cool, too. Yeah. Um, 
I was kind of, I never did that. So I was always, I've always just been in an agency. Um, but that's what I enjoy about it. And the other thing that I think is cool is, you know, you could have a to-do list of 30 things that you plan <laughs> to do when you walk in the door and your yeah. phone rings and yep. it's a client and they need you and none of those 30 things happen, but maybe 50 other things happen that you yeah, weren't planning exactly. on. So I like that. And that's what everyone kind of has said throughout the, um, you know, talking to staff. It's just every day is different. Um, and that can be exciting. Um, it could, it could be a challenge, um, to not right. be able to get through your, <laughs> your to-do list every day, but certainly it's, it goes back to helping the clients and being there for clients and what they need and helping them succeed. So your day always changes depending on clients. Yeah. I think you need, it's interesting. I think it's challenging for some people more than others. Um, you definitely have to have a certain type of personality to be able to kind of switch directions and pivot and go with the flow Mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, but I like that. Cool. Is there anything exciting you're working on these days? You know, um, the one other fun thing about being here in my role is I get to jump in on a lot of different things mm-hmm. um, um, from day to day and week to week, which is fun. But recently, some of the stuff that we've been doing with some of our nonprofit clients has really been really awesome, very rewarding, a lot of fun. Um, so we've been working a lot. I've been working a lot recently with GBMC, the Greater Baltimore Medical Center in yep. Towson. And they've just been doing some really cool things. They have this art of nursing in, uh, initiative that um, we've been helping them with to really um, shine a light on um, the importance of nurses at all hospitals, including yeah. GBMC, the amazing work they do. Um, we teamed them up with Matt Stover, who was formerly with the Baltimore Ravens, to help them with some team building exercises and um, you yeah. know, and spreading the spreading the word about the great work they do. Yeah, those projects are always really great. Just when we're able to partner, um, you know, our tagline always goes back to building, driving growth right. through relationships, and so being able to find the right relationship. Um, for a nonprofit, particularly, um, and finding Matt Stover and kind of having him integrate into the team. Like, I, I think everyone kind of really enjoys those types of projects. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah. So that's been a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Well, stepping into the Maroon Spotlight uh, studio right now is Kristen, our talented graphic designer. Kristen, how long have you been with us now? Uh, I started November, early November, so just a few months, just past three months, I think. Talk to us a little bit about, this is your first time working in an agency. Yeah. You've had different kinds of experiences. You're doing a fabulous job for your clients. Um, what's it like in the agency world as opposed to maybe working with one company, one organization, one brand? Sure. I think it's a, just a different type of challenge. So I'm really enjoying having the opportunity to work with different clients because I'm so used to working in in-house and just kind of focusing on that one company and so that brings its own challenges of you know trying to reinvent the wheel a little bit every time um, but this is exciting because everything is different and so you kind of have to create a process for each client but then there's so much variety in it so I've been really enjoying that. Can you talk a little bit about your experience so far with social media and, yeah. and graphics around that part of our business? Yeah so I'm learning a lot <laughs> with mm-hmm. that. Um, And so when I came on, I kind of wanted to start, um, not streamline, but kind of create like a structure graphically for each client. And so things kind of matched and flowed a little bit better than um, I think, you know, maybe we were doing in the past. So that's kind of been my personal challenge is kind of figuring out how to do that and really make their graphics stand out more and be more powerful. You know, it's funny. One of the things that I always hear from your coworkers about you. What do you mean? Like this, how, how super organized you are and how proactive you are. And I think when you work in the agency world, that organization is so important. I mean, are you finding that because you have different clients, you have to kind of change your mindset as a designer? What's it like to have to change your mindset but still kind of work quickly, get things delivered quickly? Yeah, I think I've been writing a lot of lists. (laughs) I'm a list person, and that's kind of just helped me keep organized and um, figure out kind of how to go about things, excuse me, the best way. And um, I'm, you know, still learning as I go, so everything is kind of a new challenge for me right now, but that's exciting. And so I'm just kind of figuring it out as I go. And, you know, it's trial and error. And then eventually the hope is that you find a process that really suits you and suits the client, and then you kind of run with it. Do you have a um, favorite project right now that you're working on? Um, that I'm working on right now, we just 
finished up the, a clean group infographic that we're about to send to the client, which I'm really excited about. I like doing infographics, and it was um, fun for me because I kind of tried to stretch myself in the illustrative realm and kind of create my own infographics as opposed to just kind of downloading and going from there because I think that's a lot of times our fallback, especially when we're really busy and it's just kind of easier to go about that way. But um, I don't know. I wanted to stretch myself in a new way this time, so it was fun. Kristen, thanks. Thanks for stopping by the Maroon PR Spotlight Studio. <laughs> Thank you. Kristen Talbot, graphic designer. Joining us now in the Maroon PR Spotlight Studio is Clara Pino. Hi, everyone. Hello, Clara. Hello, Clara. Clara oversees all of our social media efforts here at Maroon PR. And uh, Clara, talk a little bit about this. I mean, you've been with us a couple of years now. Um, talk a little bit about your career path and how you got into the whole social media world from the start. I mean, what, what, what drove you to say, I want to do this for a living? So after I graduated college, I actually started working in the nonprofit sector in Baltimore. So I started out volunteering with AmeriCorps. I knew for a long time that I really wanted to give back to the community and make a difference. So that's how I first started my career. And through that, I really found a need um, in our community and our nonprofit sector for more social and digital media help. And that's where I got really passionate about that. And I really wanted to find an agency that specialized in helping nonprofits with that. Can you talk a little bit about um, now that you're here with an agency and it's been about two years, um, what you like, what, what are the challenges? Sure. Mm -hmm. I think the best part is just that Every single day is a little different, so I really like to, you know, challenge myself and learn new things constantly, so especially with social media, um, just coming into the office and doing something totally different and unexpected every day and learning new things is always exciting for me. No two days are the same here. We're in PR. <laughs> yes, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, Claire, but no like two it. days are the same. Um, one more question. It's about more social media. Um, trends uh, what do you see change it feels like it's constantly evolving things are constantly changing in this universe and what are you doing to stay on top of that and kind of what what do you see is coming next down the pike if anything if you could see if you have your crystal ball <laughs> so one thing i'm really excited about that i think i've talked about on our podcast before is uh facebook fundraising i, I see a lot of uh, potential there especially for the nonprofit community to really engage with uh, donors and followers in a new way that we didn't really have the ability to do before. And I'm really excited to see what comes of that for some of our clients this year. Clara, thank you. Thanks for stopping by the uh, Maroon PR studio. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs> Next up, the Maroon PR podcast is Rebecca Butcher, our talented videographer. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, guys. Hello. Welcome to the studio. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited about this. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell. Rebecca, talk a little bit about your role with the company because it's it's a little bit different. Not every PR firm has an in-house videographer, and yet you're busier than ever. Um, talk a little bit about your role and how it differs from maybe when you were in the newsroom versus being in a PR firm. So what's really cool about Maroon PR especially is we get to tell the positive side of news and media and versus while I was in um, while I was news anchoring it was very the negative side always kind of got to me so being able to, to tell the stories of um, who's helping who and who's out in the community that really enriches me and working on that stuff is really beneficial can I ask you like what Talk a little bit about the challenge of, with an agency, right, you have a bunch of different clients and oftentimes not related in the least possible way. Talk about a little bit how you manage to make sure that it's fresh, that you don't, you know, get repetitive with your look and your feel of things, and how do you, you know, approach the, a business versus a nonprofit versus a sports property? Keeping things uh, different especially when you're working with the corporate video versus the social media content, everything's always changing. So we have to constantly keep up with what the client is expecting and what, they, what they'd really like to see and how they're gonna tell their story. So whether it's through a long form video or a short 30 second piece, keeping up with the trends and making sure that we're always hitting them is 
really important to me. And of course, it can get overwhelming because everything changes so rapidly in today's mm-hmm. world. But it's, I guess, keeping keeping it new and fresh is, is really important in today's fast-paced world. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Can you talk a little bit about, um, you've had some clients that have been with us now for the video for you know almost two years. Um, do you have a favorite client or a favorite project? I think each client is special in their own sense, but uh, right now we are a new, not new, but we've been working with the Maryland Food Bank and working on the Food Works initiative and telling people that story. Uh, that's really special to me because it has so many inner workings within the community that I'm really excited to get that story out there and to um, improve my storytelling with that. So that for me is a really an awesome experience. Rebecca, thanks. Thanks for stopping by the studio. (laughs) Thank you so much. That was Rebecca Butcher, videographer extraordinaire. Okay, next up in the um, Room PR Spotlight Studio, Kayla McMahon, account coordinator. Hi, Kayla. Hi. Thanks for joining (laughs) us. No problem. So, Kayla, you were an intern for us. Yes, I was. Yes, then you went to work down in Richmond a little bit, and now you're back with us again. And your role's a little bit different here. It's the first time that we've created a role that is part social media, part traditional public relations, working both sides of fence. Talk a little bit about that and maybe what you like about it, maybe some of the challenges that it, that it um, provides. Yeah, I definitely love it because it gives me a chance to work on, you know, in different, different fields. So I get the traditional PR side and then I do a lot with social media. And personally, I haven't had a lot of experience in social media before taking on this role. And in the few short months that I've been here, I have learned so much and I'm really grateful to kind of have those skills now that I can just add to my skill set. Can you talk a little bit about the agency world? Um, and you do have that dual role, so you kind of get to see all the sides of the agency, but just what you like about agency life? Yeah, agency life is definitely fast-paced, a lot of quick thinking, thinking on your feet, and there's always a new challenge that presents itself every day. And You know, for some that might be a little bit intimidating, but it's also really exciting. You know, you walk into the office every day, you kind of don't know what you're going to get, but um, you're ready and excited to accept any challenge that comes your way. What's going on right now, Kayla, with you? What uh, what are you working on that you kind of exciting and things that something that you might be planning? So I am working. We are working with Revtown, which is a new denim brand. And I have not really worked with any clients in the fashion industry, anything like that. So that's kind of a challenge for me, figuring out, you know, publications that talk about that or cover those type of stories. But we've gotten some great hits for that client, and it's really exciting, and I can't wait to see where it goes. That was Kayla McMahon. Thanks for stopping by the studio, Kayla. No problem. Joining us now on Spotlight, the Maroon PR podcast, is Katie Houston part of the social media team. Hi, Katie. Hello. Thanks for joining us. Of course. So Katie, tell us a little bit about um, about your path to get here. You went to York College and um, you ended up working here. Uh, tell us a little bit about what your career path was in college, how it evolved into social and all that good stuff. So I studied marketing in college. I just kind of knew that's what I wanted to do. Um, And then in my last semester, I started working at a PR social media agency in York and the social media stuff just kind of clicked. Like I fell in love with it, loved learning all about the different platforms, how they're always changing. It was just interesting for me, loved drafting the posts. So it was just kind of something that clicked and I knew that's what I wanted to do when I graduated. Like I'm finding an agency and I'm doing social media and that was it. And you found one. Yep, I found one. Can you talk a little bit about how you've adjusted to agency life and your teammates here? Yeah, so I absolutely love it. I love um, coming in every day and it being a collaborative environment. Um, something I love to be creative and bounce ideas off of other people, and that's something that I've really grown into here at Maroon PR. Agency world isn't for everybody, right? I mean, because you're working on this client one second, this client the next, this client the next, and it could be a little bit confusing. 
Talk a little bit about how you um, are able to manage that and the tools maybe you use personally, the tools maybe you use in the agency. How do you keep it all balanced when things are moving a mile a minute in the social space and you got multiple clients? So it can be tough at times, but I think that's the most interesting part about the job is that every day is a little bit unique and you don't know what it's gonna be like. Um, we have some tools that we use, um, like Sprout Social to keep everything organized in front of you. Um, different posts planned out. There's a calendar. You've got what you want to see, when you want to see it, um, whether it's devoting time like each hour to a different client to make sure you hit them all in one day or some days are a little more crazy where there's a bunch of stuff going on and just got to hit the ground running. So you work with um, two of our brands that are pretty active on social, Roy Rogers and Big League Chew. Can you talk a little bit about kind of what's going on with them and what you've been focused on recently? Sure. So I think my favorite thing about working with Roy Rogers and Big League Chew is an ongoing project we have where you're trying to find out what the trending topics are, talking to different people, like whether or not they're actually mentioning Roy Rogers or Big League Chew. It's finding that tie-in, whether it's an athlete or whoever, just trying to get them to notice the brand and then hopefully sending them the brand is the, sending them the product is the end goal. So mm -hmm. that's definitely a lot of fun. Katie, thanks for stopping by. Joining us now is Monique Smallow. Uh, Monique is the account lead on the hospitality team here at Maroon PR. Hi, Monique. Hi. So tell us a little bit. You have a very interesting career path. Um, a lot of great experience in this universe. Tell us a little bit about it, how it started, and how the heck you ended up here. Yeah, sure. Um, so I went to college in New York City and just had the opportunity to intern at some of the most sought after best PR firms um, in the country. And, um, you know, just had the advantage of um, really trying to find like my interest. So I interned at like a corporate PR firm one semester and another semester interned in fashion at a fashion PR firm and realized that really just wasn't my interest. Um, it wasn't until I um, landed in the hospitality division at one of the PR firms um, as my first job out of college and working in the uh, travel and restaurant division that I just felt um, just something click. And it just really worked with my interest in travel and, and cooking and, and um, culinary arts. So that's sort of like how I got started on uh, my PR track. So you've been with Maroon PR for about five years now. Yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit about the agency life here and, um, you know, what you love about this place? Yeah, sure. Um, so I've had experience working both in-house um, and working in, in an agency. And, you know, I've always said if I were to ever go back to working in-house, it would have to be for um, a brand or something that I just felt really passionate about or really strongly about because you know, that's who you're pitching and, 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 um, working for, you know, every hour of your time. Um, but what I love so much about working at an agency, especially here in Maroon PR is just the wide variety of clients that we have. Um, I love working, being able to work with a hotel, um, and then also work with, um, the house of Ruth, which is, you know, a great nonprofit for, um, that raises awareness for intimate partner violence. Um, and then also working for, um, you know, a, uh, Neapolitan pizza company as well. So, um, I, I love the, the wide range of clients. Um, no day is the mm -hmm. same and, um, yeah, I just, I really enjoy that here. At Maroon PR. Well, you talk a little about, you, you alluded to it a second ago, you have a wide variety of clients, and especially just staying in the food space for a minute. You have a couple of fast casual places, you have a fast food place, you have, in the past we've had fine dining places, and so how do you, um, I guess, attack those differently? I mean, they're so different in how their audiences are and what their expectations are and what their needs are and how you communicate with the audience. How do you handle that and how do you shift gears to effectively hit those audiences? Well, I think it's also, um, you know, your your relationships that you have with the traditional media and also um, um, social media influencers as well. Um, you know, I, with with social media, 
I mean, it goes hand in hand with, you know, uh, traditional media. I think it's all about targeting. Um, I think it's, you know, that's why we pitch certain journalists, um, you know, who cover fast casual um, versus, you know, journalists who ca- who cover more fine dining. Um, so I think it's just, um, you know, knowing your influencers, knowing your target audience and developing relationships Talk a little bit about, last question, we'll let you go, I promise, but talk a little bit about the influencer piece because you and Shannon on your team working closely with Jen here, you've really developed this into a whole separate area um, of growth for your clients where you're reaching out to these social media, people that really have power in the social media space and engage with them. I mean, that is something that's growing here faster than any other piece of our of our world, I think. And you, what do you do to kind of discover these folks to, um, uh, build relationships with them, et cetera? Sure. Um, I think it's just being like keeping your ear to the ground, um, with what's happening, um, around town. Um, and just, um, you know, holding these events that, um, can get all of them together in the room. Um, you know, some of these influencers, I mean, I know I work in the hospitality space. Um, some of these influencers really focus on food and the culinary side. Um, others really focus on lifestyle. Um, but, you know, they, they tend to mesh together and, and work together. Um, I think, you know, also seeing like who's authentic and um, just really seeing how they interact with their followers. Um, they seem to know their followers very well. Um, they know who, um, like who, what their follow, you know, what their followers are, are following them for. So, um, and I think it's just, you know, uh, developing relationships with them and, and, you know, keeping them in the loop with new openings or events that you feel that might be of interest to them. And yeah. Yeah. It all goes back to relationships, everything we do. It does. <laughs> we drive growth through relationships. We do. Uh, Monique Smallow, the head of our hospitality department, thanks for stopping by. Thank you. And stepping into the chair here at Maroon PR Spotlight Studio is Alex Jackson, senior account executive running our corporate uh, uh, practice. Hey, Alex. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. Um, Alex, you have a very unique path to the public relations <laughs> world. You went from the dark side or rather I think you came to the dark side, from journalism, <laughs> after years in journalism. Talk a little bit about that move and then maybe a little bit about how that's helped you um, ease into the role of public relations. Sure. So basically I come to this uh, come to this role in public relations uh, from, like you were saying, four years as a reporter, um, and that brings with it a, I have a lot of experience, you know, dealing with that side of the ball. Um, so my background, basically, uh, I started off, I majored in communications at Virginia Tech and was a reporter and an editor at their college newspaper, the Collegiate Times. And right out of college, I got a job with the Baltimore Business Journal working as a reporter, covering a variety of beats. And later, I worked for the Annapolis Capitol um, as a state government reporter. So Around three years into the job as a state government reporter, I decided to make the transition over to public relations. And really, my time as a reporter, I was just spending it on the other half of the the other end of the phone line that we mm-hmm. spend our day on uh, as public relations professionals. I'm really, I have a lot of experience listening to pitches and understanding where they're coming from, but understanding what my needs were as a reporter. Um, you know, in, in in the newspaper industry today, it's really fast-paced. You can't handle everything. You can't tackle, I mean, even half of the pitches that you receive. So you got to know what's newsworthy and what stories that your readers want to hear. And, um, you know, that's kind of the experience that I learned there and I bring to this role. So it's interesting that everyone that we've been talking to today talks about, um, you know, being juggling clients and switching topics and how they really enjoy that. But it could also be someone coming into an agency not really used to that. Can you talk a little bit from the reporter perspective? I'm sure you're used to that. Um, you know, you do a story, file it, move on to the next. Yeah, I mean, like I was saying, there's just so much going on in a newsroom with staff shrinking today. I mean, you 
just don't have the time to handle some of the pitches that you receive. Mm-hmm. You don't have time to read some of the emails that hit your inbox. Mm-hmm. So knowing exactly what the reporter wants to hear, what they need to hear to even consider a story, it's really beneficial um, when you're coming at them from a public relations standpoint. Right. It is really interesting. I mean, we always preach that, right, when we're teaching the young people here. When you reach out to a journalist, know what they're interested in, know what they want to see, don't bury the lead, right? So it's kind of the same lessons. Yeah, that. cut the fluff. I mean, it's all, <laughs> you, as a reporter, you get so many emails in your inbox just, you know, trying to be all flowery and trying to sell you something that even a lot of times is just not there. Right. But when you kind of cut that and you really drill down on the details and what makes a story really worth it to their readers, not just, you know, to them and their job, that's when you're really going to find success. Talk a little bit about um, something maybe you're working on now that's exciting you. Um, you know, we talked to Kayla earlier. She she talked a little bit about RevTown and the, the challenges and the, and the um, successes you've had there. What's something that you're working on now, Alex, that you, you are really enjoying or looking forward to? Yeah, so we work for uh, Weller Development, which is the lead developer of Port Covington, which is a 235-acre um, master plan mixed-use development in uh, South Baltimore that's you know, just really coming up. Um, and it's a really exciting project for the area. Um, growing up just south of Baltimore, it's just really exciting to me um, because I know how beneficial it can be to the community and the communities that surround it. So, And with a development like that, 235 acres, it's, you know, it's a lot going on. It's There's um, community efforts, there's new tenants moving in, new buildings going up. So it's a lot of um, really exciting stuff going on down there that we're involved in every day. That was Alex Jackson, Senior Account Executive, oversees our corporate uh, division. Alex, thanks, man. Thanks for spending a few minutes. I appreciate it. And next in our hot seat is Katie Ford. Welcome, Katie. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh huh. So tell us a little bit about how you got started in, in PR. Yeah, it's, um, it was an interesting kind of road here, but it seems kind of natural when I go back and, and kind of think about it. So, you know, growing up, I was that athlete. That's where my love was. When you're in high school, you have no idea what you're going to do with your life. You kind of have a little bit of an idea, but you're not sure. So I kind of used sports as a passion. And when I was in high school, I was the sports editor of our school newspaper. I really enjoyed doing that. I thought my career at that time was going to be, you know, big picture editor of Sports Illustrated <laughs> or ESPN, the magazine. That's what I thought I was going to do. So I pursued um, sports communications when I went to college for a whole three days and decided <laughs> that that program just wasn't really for me. Um, so instead, I kind of still stayed in the sports industry as far as my education and I switched over to sports management um, and so that gave me, I thought, a, will, a really well-rounded background and marketing, business, but then I still pursued some of that writing and creativity I kind of craved. Um, and I was the sports editor at my college newspaper as well. Nice. Yeah. So um, from there, when I graduated, I, I had an internship at the Frederick Keys baseball team. Um, I was in the marketing department there, went on to work full-time as our director of marketing and really honed my creativity skills. Um, but while I was there, I still kind of had that itch to write and storytell. Mm-hmm. And so... I was on the search, kind of found Maroon PR, stayed in touch with John, and one thing led to another, and there was an opening, and John took a chance on me, and I've been here almost eight years now. You and I have had very similar paths. We have. To yeah. Our careers, sports management, working for a team. Yeah, it's really just right about, into, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just about, it's what drives your passion, which is what mm-hmm. I stay true to, but also just learning every aspect of the business. Um, because it just opens up doors that you probably didn't even know existed. And, and then you kind of just let life work itself out, and here you are. So what are your like kind of key takeaways after being with the agency for eight years? It's been fun. I really like working at an agency. You know, coming from the professional team side, you're dedicated to one team. Um, but you have so many different things going on. The fun thing about minor league baseball is mm-hmm. – if there's an idea, you just throw it against the wall. It works. It works. If it doesn't, that's okay because you have 50 other ideas that you need to come up with. Um, so I enjoyed that, and I feel like I can still take that into working at an agency because it's not just one client that you're working on. It's multiple clients, and it allows you to just think a little bit differently and outside the box, but then use some success stories from one client that might not naturally be that initial thought for a different client. So for me, it's, you know, I'm on a lot of our sports clients, but also work with our nonprofit clients as well. And and there's some really great crossover there that I think, you know, being able to jump back and forth, 
you wouldn't necessarily think in that way if you're just really focused on one client all the time and, and think outside that box. Right, absolutely, yeah. Like having the variety in clients um, really helps, I think, us with our jobs overall. Absolutely, and I think just as individuals too, you wanna come to work and be excited every Mm -hmm. day, and I am, and not that everybody isn't who's working just at one place, everybody has their their personal, um, you know, way of approaching that, but I think for us, it just keeps you fresh and on top of your toes, and just um, working together as a team too, it's really great to be able to collaborate as well, and that's what I really love about being here at Maroon PR um, specifically, is that we're just a really great collaborative team, um, so while we might not do, be doing something on a, an account, you hear what other people are doing with their clients, and it could be a great fit. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. where some of these really great ideas it's come to fruition. Right. Inspiration that leads to another yeah. idea for another client. Yeah, it's great. And it just snowballs. Um, so what are you working on right now? What's exciting you these days? Yeah, what am I not working <laughs> on right now? Um, I would say the thing that I'm most excited about, it's kind of general, but um, Big League Chew, the iconic bubble mm-hmm. gum, is probably one of my favorite clients to work with in terms of we're really able to work from traditional PR, social media, and blend those two worlds together. And we see that happening as an industry every single day. But that's a client where we really can get, not necessarily risky, um, but that we can be very creative. We can, you know, test the waters out in the social Mm -hmm. media world, approach media from a social media aspect, um, which has also been an interesting way to communicate instead of just shooting an email, picking up a phone call, um, and building those relationships in a very different way. But at the same time, those worlds are colliding very quickly, and that client allows us to stay on top of that as it's happening. Mm -hmm. Whereas I feel like, um, you know, sometimes you're going to fall behind the curve now more than ever (laughs) if you're not um, in the digital and social space for your client in terms of PR and traditional media speak. Um, you're going to miss the boat and it's going to go by really quickly and you're going to be, you know, five years behind in a matter of a month. And it's really exciting when you see someone blow Big Chew's bubble that you've sent them. Ah, it's great. <laughs> That's the best part. Let's get some product out. I mean, who doesn't love yeah, Big League Chew? It's, great. it's gum. Yeah, it makes it really fun. Well, great. Well, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Joining us now on Spotlight in the Maroon PR studio is Shannon Stern, who works on the hospitality team. Hi, Shan. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. Shan, talk a little bit about, I know we all know you went, you're you from Maryland, but you went to USC, go Trojans. Fight on. <laughs> Fight on. And uh, now you're in the world of public relations. Talk a little bit about your track to he- being here and what drew you to PR. Yeah, sure. So I knew growing up, I always loved the sports and entertainment industries and wanted to somehow work behind the scenes. I loved journalism and wanted to tell a story, but never wanted to be in front of the camera or have my byline out there. So PR was the perfect mesh of telling a story behind the scenes. So I took my love of PR and communication out to Los Angeles at USC, made fantastic connections out there, great friends. It'll be friends and family for life. And Made my way back home to Baltimore and have been at Maroon for almost three years. Wow. Talk a little bit about, Shan, um, working at an agency, because as we know, it's not for everybody, right? Yeah. I mean, you're juggling things constantly. Work on this client, put it away. Work on another client, put it away. <laughs> I mean, what are the challenges and what, I guess, maybe what, what are the challenges that you face and, and how do you deal with them? Yeah, I think it's a challenge and something that I like at the same time where I have multiple clients. I love being able to work on anything from House of Ruth to Medieval Times to the Green Turtle, all within the span of 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. I mean, it constantly keeps you busy. It keeps your brain ever-changing and moving and critically thinking. And I like being kept on my toes. Awesome. Um, Do you have a favorite project or something really interesting that you're working on right now? Sure. So I always love working on anything new for my clients. It keeps them engaged and in the news. Um, We have some fun upcoming stuff, so stay tuned for Medieval Times later this year. Um, But they're always fun to work with and always have a lot going on within the community. But um, we have some fun projects for Roy Rogers coming up this year with their big 50th anniversary. Mm -hmm. There's always new restaurant openings we're working with. So anything really where we can get out into the community and tell their story to the mass public is really exciting for me. and you also run the Maroon PR internship program. I do, and we're always looking for interns. We are looking <laughs> we for are. interns, for sure. Talk a little bit about that, because you're putting these uh, students through the paces. You're kind of figuring out who's the right fit for us and where they should be and all that good stuff. What have you seen in in the most recent students? Maybe that's a little different than when you were in school. And what do you look for? Yeah, um, I know, of course, it's really hard to get an internship without experience, but 
We love for somebody to come in here with some sort of experience. And if you don't have experience, have the willingness to learn. I mean, just even saying in your initial interview, like, hey, I know I don't necessarily have three previous PR internships, but I'm willing to learn. I've taken the classes. I've looked at your website. It really impresses me when I'm speaking to these students when they've taken the time to look at our website, look at our clients, read some case studies, listen to a podcast. Mm -hmm. I mean, any information they can get and spit back to me without me having to ask for it is really amazing. That's good. That is Shannon Stern, lovely and talented Shannon Stern of our hospitality division. Shannon, thanks for stopping by. Thank you. All right. Joining us in the Spotlight Maroon PR studio is Chris Daly, Director of Brand and Business Development here at Maroon PR. Hey, Chris. Hey, how's it going? Good. So, Chris, we've talked. We've been talking to everybody today, kind of giving some insights to listeners about who our team is and what what they're looking at. You have been with us since the day we opened, almost twelve years ago. I mean, how have you seen? I guess a couple of things. Have you seen the company evolve, and have you seen the the whole PR world evolve over this last decade plus? Uh, the answers are yes and yes. <laughs> um, it's been. Very fun and um, a lot of hard work growing to get things where we are today. And I was just thinking a couple of weeks ago, just kind of looking around and just saying, wow, you know, this has been a really incredible run. And look how far we've come since day one. And, you know, um, but some things have stayed the same, but some things have changed a lot. So, you know, back when I first started and, you know, we were just kind of really hitting the ground on the traditional public relations side of things and pitching stories um, you know, that really hasn't changed. We, you know, we still do that sort of thing, but with the evolution of owned content, social media, the digital marketing space and, and so on, um, that's really changed the way everybody does public relations and has, has broadened our horizons as far as our services. So um, it's actually been a, a really good thing the way things have evolved. And, and it's one of the main reasons why I've always enjoyed the public relations industry and think that we are in a really exciting time right now as far as um, you know trying to keep up with everything but at the same time evolving our services but also just sticking true to what we do um, what we do well which is storytelling pitching the media building relationships with the media whether that happens online or in person or over the phone or <laughs> whatever the case may be whatever type of outlet it is, print, online, broadcast, radio, um, those little things stay the same, but at the same time, things have, have grown and evolved and everything is constantly changing, which is kind of exciting. So I guess your most recent role here is really in the business development space. So how have you seen that evolve even in the last couple of years? I mean, you're probably approaching it differently than you did three years ago in terms of what you can find on LinkedIn, through Twitter, <laughs> right? That yeah. Stuff, yeah, and just talking about social media and the way I yeah. look for prospects. Mm -hmm. um, you know, being able to follow a brand online, their Twitter account, their Instagram pages, it gives us a really insight of as a little bit more insight as to who they are and kind of their their brand and and if it's you know and if we align, it's and it's kind of easy to. Um, you know, see those things and, and find the research is out there mm -hmm. online. Um, but, um, yeah, I think that's kind of been the biggest change is just being that there's more information out there. Um, you know, you don't have to buy lead lists and things like that anymore. You can really just do your own research. You can keep up with the media online. Um, I still think the best business develop, you know, prospecting tool is, is um, you know, reading you know, following the media and mm -hmm. following industry trades or local media, that sort of thing, but also expanding that to, you know, following brands on Twitter and keeping up with their news. And, and, you know, if you have a prospect or something like that, you can, you know, follow them on Twitter. And if they do something well, or if there there's a media article that's written about them, you can reach out, you can, you know, kind of stay top of mind with them a little bit better. And, and you can form those relationships a little bit quicker through LinkedIn and, and find contact information a little bit easier. Um, but it's, it's really a good way to kind of connect with somebody really quickly. But then the old school business development mm -hmm. practices come into play with, you know, with regard to just fostering a better relationship and trying to get in front of them in person and, and so on. Now, people don't know this, but there's a lot about Chris that people don't know. Um, yeah, Chris grew up in, in upstate New York, and he uh, he went to college here at Towson. He played uh, 
lacrosse on the team that went to the Final Four, which is really cool. He worked at a, another PR firm in town, and then he's been working with us since we opened our doors. And um, Chris, like like Jen alluded to, too, you started off more as like an account person in public relations, and you've wore many different hats. Talk a little bit about how public relations has not only changed, but how you think now young people need to evolve and continue to grow. I mean, recently you, congratulations, got your master's from Stevenson. You do some teaching there. Talk a little bit about your around students now, what it's different about them and what do they need to do differently to kind of grow their career and be prepared to enter the workplace? Um, well, back when I went to Towson, I was a mass communication major, so it was broad in scope, but they started forcing people to pick a certain track, whether it was public relations right. or advertising or marketing or radio or television, whatever the case may be. Um, and I focused on public relations, but I don't think you can really pigeonhole yourself into one thing anymore. Um, I, th- I always tell people, young people specifically in college, that you should always be learning something new and mm-hmm. become a more well-rounded public relations professional. I mean, it's it's great to be good at certain things. You know, I was really good at pitching the media and fostering relationships in the media, but nowadays it really needs to go beyond that. You need to know, you don't need to be an expert in video production, but you should know how to shoot a quick video and edit mm-hmm. it professionally or somewhat professionally or design. You know, you shouldn't, you don't have to be a graph, you know, an expert graphic designer, but know a little bit about Adobe Photoshop and how to make some, you know, interesting designs for social media posts, or, you know, you don't need to be a website expert, but it certainly helps to know a little bit about WordPress and build your online portfolio because, you know, we're getting away from just your, you know, standard resumes. And it's a lot more uh, appealing to see a prospect that, you know, has their own website and blogs regularly and, and knows how to write and knows how to put together a little video or, you know, kind of that own content space. So I always just tell young people that, you should always be learning something new. You should be more versatile and not just pigeon your whole, you know, say, oh, well, I'm, I'm just a media relations person. I don't do social media, right, right. or vice versa. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's no, great <laughs> advice. Um, Chris, thanks for stopping by. That was Chris Daly, the man who's been here from the start. Well, Jen, that was fun. It was very fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, everybody listening, we want to give you a flavor of the, of the uh, agency. Uh, we've been fortunate Uh, to have had some success and some growth over the last few years. And these are the people that make it happen. And uh, they're a very cohesive bunch. They're Mm -hmm. really smart and talented and positive uh, bunch here at Maroon PR. And, you know, I know you are too, Jen, but we're proud of all of them. And uh, we're honored to be working with them all. Yeah, we are. Um, I think the theme of the day was definitely that it's fast paced, Mm -hmm. always something new. And I know um, especially the, the young team that's in here now. Um, is really embracing that and having a lot of fun here and doing a great job. This has been the latest installment of Spotlight, Maroon PR podcast, all things public relations and marketing. Talk to you guys soon.